This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. Get more info at JustWirelessAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. As you know, this week is my special programming where we're looking back on 23, looking ahead to 24. I've worked hard to bring you this week so that I don't have to be here this week. <laughs> you know, I, I've been this last... This is just your imagination. Yeah. He's here yeah. this week in the studio. <laughs> no, it's all new. It's all new this week. It's just I, I took extra time starting last week. Like Rob was in just last week and I said, stay late. We're going to do this. We're going to talk about what happened in 23, where you see things going in 24. And the best thing, and Rob kind of changed it up a little bit, curveball here. He's like, well, let's talk about what lessons we learned in 23. And the biggest lesson I learned was Rob's last visit stating that butter is now good for you. Yeah. So they say, seek your medical advice before you start pounding that down. You may want to talk to your cardiologist before you take our advice on this, but butter and the omega-3s and omega-6s that it contains are actually good for you and important for your body to be able to function properly. So I'm just like on a week, I'm like on a bender. For a week, two weeks, I'm just eating butter. And Angela and, uh, and Olivia made those cookies, which I told Olivia she should just start selling on our hopefully merch store in 24. Oh, there you go. Like make a couple dozen a week. And, you know, these hey, are, are we really doing hats good. this year? We should. I got to do hats and, uh, and mugs. I have so many little one liners that we should get out there, you know. And the yep. kids are actually making some crafts. Like we made these really thick cutting boards for oh. gifts this year. And I was like, and then Angela's like, get a brand, stick the logo in there. And you know, there you go. So maybe this may be coming next year. You can, you can bend see. a coat hanger into your brand get it hot and just put it on there. It'll, it'll work. Yeah. You know, we're pretty cheap. That may yeah. just be an O just throw it from the fu- straight from the fire. Right. Anyway, I hope you all, all of you have good plans coming up for, for Christmas some time off and, and the holidays and the new year. Um, Rob and I will hit on some of the things that we learned this year and then get into looking ahead to 2024. What I learned is if you get good blinds from the blind brothers that it saves on energy. I learned that this past year because we got new blinds in our home. It can make a really big difference. Yeah. And the blind brothers did a great job. Local company, uh, central and Northern Arizona. So they'll get you new blinds wherever you're at. Come on in, give you all your options. Come on in, take out the old ones from 1978. Get rid of those. They even asked me that you want to keep them. I was like, are you kidding me? For what? (laughs) And I I hope that they're actually storing all these because eventually they become retro. Oh, there you and go. And then you read, after you get the. Sell them to Hollywood. They can use yeah, them yeah, when they're. Yeah, for pro, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, some people, it's like the old blinds are like yellowed from when more people smoked in the homes. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's pre yellowed. <laughs> they thank, used to be white. Thank God smoking in houses is pretty that's much That's kind of died down. Yeah, that's oh, kinda, no, well, they're vaping now. That's the, that's, we, we gave up smoking for vaping, apparently, a lot of people. Because putting that stuff in your lungs isn't bad for you. Yeah, but butter. You can smoke butter. Anyway, call the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423, 928-634-2423, or go to theblindbrothers.com. Uh, disclaimer, don't smoke butter. It may kill you. <laughs> we got to put disclaimers all over because of all the lawyers out there, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's like... It's like insurance sometimes, you know? Sometimes you get into a dispute. You, you've been having a wallop. And yeah, insurance. Mm. One of the <laughs> things I learned this year. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's some tips. You know, at the end of the year, there's some things everybody ought to be doing. You ought to replace the batteries in your smoke detectors, right? Yes. Make sure that you're you're protected in that environment. Just go ahead and replace them now because the last thing you want to do is get woke up at, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning with one of them chirping away. It's always 2 in the morning. They're it, programmed to go off 2 in the morning. I don't know how they do that. It's amazing. I, I'm it's, like, really? Every time. <laughs> 
and a lot of times you can't even replace the batteries anymore. They're like a seven or 10 year life, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So you have and, to replace and, the entire yeah. thing. I would add, get a CO detector or get a CO smoke detector combo. A lot of building codes now require yep. both, um, but a lot of homes don't have them in it. I would do a CO detector if you have the, the gas appliances, wood stoves, things like that. CO. That'd be my worldly advice. And the important thing too is the CO gets mounted low and smoke gets him on at high. Now, how do they put him in the same unit then? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, supposed to be low. I'm going to check my units. Carbon monoxide is, is heavier than air. So Great. Well, uh, great. Anyway. My whole world has been turned upside down. It's like the butter thing. Here's what I learned about insurance. So <laughs> you, you got to replace your batteries every year. The other thing you should do at the beginning of every year is check your, insur- your homeowner's insurance policy. Make darn sure yeah. that the coverage that you have in your policy would actually replace your home. Mm-hmm. An awful lot of people that lost their homes in the tunnel fire learned the hard way that their policies were not incrementing every year as the cost to replace their home was. So you would all be doing yourself a favor if you took that five minutes, dug out that policy, um, make sure that the the value that it shows on Zillow or whatever you think it could cost to replace your house is covered in that policy. Otherwise, you may regret it. You know, honestly, ask your insurance agent or even a contractor, hey, what's kind of the average replacement cost nowadays for an average house, you know? Yeah. And I mean, in, in talking to like, Jeff Kanoor is a contractor. Mark Howitt, who's a yeah. regular and a contractor here on the program, he's telling me like three hundred. Oh no, um, a foot. Oh. No, okay. Where where do you at? Your entry level is probably in okay. The maybe he's not telling range. me. He that's what I'm remembering, which may very well be wrong. Yeah, in in Flagstaff right now, four fifty a foot isn't uncommon. Okay, so if you have a two thousand square foot home, I got the old abacus out here. That's about nine thousand dollars. Nine hundred thousand. Yeah, nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred thousand replacement cost. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, the average, a lot of homes cost 900000 too, if you sell them. It, it's not uncommon to see, wow. you know, a standard home in Flagstaff today, uh, you know, the standard 2,500 square foot house going for somewhere between seven and $900,000. Yeah. And I looked up um, Camp Verde recently. And I was surprised it was like four or 500. Yeah. Um, and I would say the building costs are the same too. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah the, the land, the, may the be, materials, land may gonna, be less, but material the, and labor is going to be about the same either place. Yeah. I generally get changed in, in, in cottonwood at home depot. It's the same as Flagstaff home depot. It's similar. Yep. You know, within some pennies, I guess. Okay. And, and you mentioned something about a home depot down there. I noticed is now true in a, in a home improvement store in Flagstaff. All the wire is now locked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a company wide thing. There, there's, there's fencing or there's big grates across large swaths of of product that you used to be able to just purchase and and i want you to continue with the insurance thing but i on that note i learned this year that stuff is getting ripped off everywhere Mm -hmm. even in rural small town america cottonwood's not a huge place Mm -hmm. and i was down there at that cottonwood big box lumber store Mm -hmm. and i noticed i had to get wire uh it was all locked up even 10 foot of like 14 two wire Something that Which used is, to cost you five bucks. <laughs> I had to get the guy. He had to bring, walk me up front, you know, like I was carrying diamonds or something. Yeah. No, to check out. So he had to come, oh. unlock it, get like a 10-foot roll of 14-2 wire. And that's a thin wire. That's like for your um, least uh, expensive. Your light, your light yeah. switches and, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, right? an LED light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the least expensive wires you're going to put in. And then, and then he had to lock it up. I couldn't shop anymore. I had to go up and they had to either put it in a box up front, like a holding box or, and then I go and they get it from that box or he had to walk me up and I check out and pay. So they didn't even trust you to walk from the wire counter or wire aisle up to their cash register. Yeah, I, I think the guy trusted me, but yeah, they, sure. they, they but don't the trust just policies. in general. They don't trust anyone anymore wow. because I was told at some locations they've lost just in wire uh, through theft. 
like a hundred plus thousand dollars. That's just one department, one area of the store that people are ripping off that stuff. So yeah, it's all locked up. We're going to an America where it's going to be like the old store where you got the clerk and you say, okay, I'll take that pack of gum, can of tuna fish. The mercantile. Where yeah, you, yeah, 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 right? Late 1800s, early 1900s. So, yep. Except where are they going to find all the employees for that? So somebody's job now. It's not going to be an employee. It's going to be a robot. Yeah, probably. Somebody's job now is like doing that and taking away from doing other stuff. And we mm-hmm. got the labor issues. Okay. But anyway, that's, I learned that this year, but go on with insurance. Yeah. That, that, that was that the was big insurance tip is make okay. sure that your policy actually covers the replacement value of your house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and be aware that if you're renting, you should have renter's insurance. You should. Um, yeah. it, it really does matter. It's not that expensive. Um, I've learned some lessons here in the last couple of years and- um, seen other people suffer a lot. Fortunately, my insurance was, was automatically incrementing. It wasn't because I was smart enough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let me tell you, and I'm in the rental business. Do that. Um, I feel bad when situations happen at places like maybe the power goes out. There's some kind of electrical issue. You got to call yeah. an electrician. The fridge goes out, right? It just dies. It may be fridges. How long do they last now? Five years, if you're lucky, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Fridge goes out. You're gone for a couple of days. All that food is rancid at this point and bad. Yeah. And the tenants come to me and they say, well, what am I going to do here? Are you going to replace my, all my food? And I said, no, I don't cover those contents. It's not the contents in your place is not covered. I have insurance for the roof collapses. Yeah. Um, There's a fire, there's a flood, there's certain issues. Well, flood is questionable because if it's a flood from mother nature, that's another different story there, but we're talking a pipe burst or something like that. Yep. It's, it's weird, man. There's exclusions all over these policies. Um, So I tell them, no, you got to have, you got to have content coverage. Even mm-hmm. if you're renting, your landlord's not going to cover that. Nope. So there, there you go. And okay. with the cost of food today, <laughs> it yeah, it doesn't take much food spoiling to cover the cost of a, a year's worth of renter's insurance. That's very true. Yeah, it, that's it really very true. Yeah, I learned that um, four hundred dollars in your fridge. I bet there is. I think in the beginning of the year, I hadn't shopped much with Angela. You know, once in a while, I started going with her. We called it the like morning date during the week when oh, the nice. kids were in school. So I'd like, I'll tag along with you going shopping, and maybe we'll get some, you know, well, first of all, we'd shop, and I'd just start picking stuff, and she'd get really annoyed because she's very conscious about the prices and the coupons. Yeah, sure. Not like the printed ones. I guess they use the digital. They have these apps now. And yeah, she gets some scan kind of, it. And- something like that. I don't know what I'd do without her. You know, um, but I'm just like shocked. I'm like, really? That costs that much? Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, huh? Only 4% inflation, they say, huh? Do you drive hmm. the cart? Um, yeah, most of the time. That's, that's kind of my. Have you ever hit her ankles? No, no, I don't do that. Yeah. Did you, you, so you do the same thing. You go out and you, so that's a lesson learned. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I just let it give her like, don't actually, here's a lesson. And I don't be sexist here or anything because I know a lot of guys do the shopping too. Sure. But a lot of traditional households, the women really are still, they, they crank on that stuff. Uh, yep. Not always, don't, I don't need to get the email from some, you know, somebody who's We're not like, stereotyping. oh, how'd you have something like women or something? Yeah, I mean, these people come up with crazy stuff that I get sometimes. No, she's, she does the shopping. I think a lot of women do the household shopping mm-hmm. and even the, the finances and things like that. And they're, they're taking care of all that. Um, it's better that I just don't go. That's the lesson to you guys out there. It's just don't go. Ultimately, yes. You totally screw up. And that's let like. Let them do what they do so well. <laughs> that's, and, and they yeah. excel at it. Let them do it. That's like when she goes to the big box lumber store with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of looking and just kind of think, God, I hope she's not listening today. <laughs> and, you know, she's just kind of right there. And I'm like, 
don't you have something to go to? <laughs> you know, because she's like, how long are you going to be? And I was like, I don't know. I got to really look at these two by 12s. <laughs> or, or, when, or when you're in the plumbing aisle, you're trying to figure out which fittings do I need to oh, yeah, go from yeah, here yeah. to here to there. And yeah. That, that takes a lot of Well, thought. that's not a lesson from this year. That's a life lesson I've had is because of the gracious return policy of the big box store, which I've probably taken advantage of quite honestly mm-hmm. i just buy like five of every fitting <laughs> and, and then <laughs> and then bring sure them back <laughs> you know whichever ones you don't use that that's part yeah. of your carbon neutrality plan oh yeah because yeah. you I don't minimize have to. the number of return trips to the hardware store yeah i don't have to do that uh one thing that i learned this year is that um well as you know i i, I left the republican party after being mm-hmm. really involved on all kinds of levels for, for so so long um i i it finally i got kicked in the head enough times and especially on the DC level, the politicians have disappointed me in such a monumental level. The mm-hmm. whole speaker McCarthy thing. Sure. The whole John was that guy's name. The new guy, Johnson, Johnson, yeah. Johnson that came in. Um, yeah. And let's see how he does in the new year, but they never curtailed the spending. They had the majority with president Trump and they didn't do nothing until the very end. You know, when they could have done all this stuff, remember repeal, replace Obama, repeal Obamacare. And then it was repeal, replace. And then it was nothing. The, the spending on the border are two things they absolutely could and should have done. Yep. And, and they did didn't. Nothing really they didn't. on either one of them. So then when I see them making deals with Biden and then they're surprised when they get shafted in the end, yeah. it's like a big shock here. Like, what are you, you guys serious? So they're not serious. Yeah. Um, we don't have serious people in charge. Uh, I do feel bad for the very small percentage of Republicans in Congress. Um, and I can name a few of them right here that come, been on your show. come on this program, like yeah. Gosar, like Biggs, like Eli Crane. Yep. That was the three that's, I was thinking. That's of. about it. Um, <laughs> and then there's a few others from some other States, but by and large, they do not have the numbers. Nope. And um, I came to the recognition this year that there's no fixing it in DC at this point. I'm not saying that the, it, it can never be fixed, but not with this group, not with the, the swamp still in place. So no. an absolute realization on my point that I'm, I'm wasting my time because I can put my efforts elsewhere. I, and I don't want to dissuade you because I, I talked about this. What was it last week when you were on Rob, mm-hmm. that there are many people on the ground that are like precinct local levels. And those people are still pounding and they're really changing stuff on the local level. Yep. But I just couldn't be there anymore because I didn't, the, the, the DC side frustrated me so much. So sure. less than there. Oh, that's yeah. That's the party good. politics just kind of ripping us apart. And and it, I think it's going to take both sides, people on both sides of, of the aisle, yeah, to to start abandoning this this extreme, you know, Duobly. dysfunction yeah. that happens in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take an awful lot of people abandoning those two parties yeah. and saying no, not anymore. And you know, the independents in Arizona now outnumber the number in, individually of Republicans, Republicans or yeah. Democrats. Yeah. Um, that's going to continue, I think, to increase. And eventually it will have a big enough impact that we'll hopefully see some changes that benefit us. I think so, and I hope so. The example would be, and I surprise people, let's touch on this when we get back, which is our schools, our local schools, and just, but also big corporations that had a tough year uh, because people abandoned them because they were tired of the woke nonsense, diversity, equity, inclusion, all that crap. That's mm-hmm. what it takes, voting with your feet and your wallet. Touch on that in just a second. Uh, hey, if your heater goes out, call Gettles High Desert Mechanical, family-owned company, Brothers Adam Ted Gettles. They've been servicing HVAC, heating, cooling, and plumbing, by the way, throughout northern and central Arizona for over 30 years. Angela and I use Gettles. Uh, they've done a great, great job keeping our older heater running. And... Um, 
They also do new units, uh, custom fit, uh, custom design, retrofitting, things like that. Here's the number if you need their service. They do an excellent job, great customer service as well. 928-567-2200. Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928-567-2200. Or go to Gettles, G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M.com. That's GettlesHDM.com. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. You'll hear from uh, Glenn Least this week as well from WT Wealth Management. You can have a conversation with him right now at 928-225-2474. End of the year is a great time to talk about uh, these financial things and to review things. He's happy to review uh, where you're at with your portfolio uh, and maybe where you want to be heading to in the future, making that plan. Uh, here's the number for Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. Rob Wilson here with me today um, as we look back on 2023, but we're really looking back on some lessons learned in 23. Special program here for you. As you know, I'll be back January 2nd. Um, Excellent. This is all new, though, all week. So don't tune out thinking, oh, it's a repeat or this or that. It's just we did it in advance this time. And, and so we can take some time off. Even repeats. Jeff, your, your show is so good. You should Listening listen to twice. it a second time yeah, is even at, good. At least twice. Yeah. At least uh, two times speed on the podcast. <laughs> have you ever done that? Spe- we're speeded up like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I have. When I'm trying to find a particular I, spot yeah, or something. Yeah. I, I get to about one and a quarter, one and a half times. I'm like, I can still understand. Yeah. Two times gets a little crazy. I'm like, wait, what, what was that? But as you listen longer, you, your brain actually adjusts. It's crazy. Pretty amazing. Yeah. So I'm looking for like a four times. Uh-oh. You know, we can, we can get that much more so, stuff. So what I head. think you do with some of those disclaimers you have to read anyway. I, should, yeah. <laughs> I do everything um, on the fly. Uh, mm-hmm. I know this is a little bit of an older school way. I know some others do it, like Glenn Beck still does that and stuff, but like the sponsors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, man, I appreciate all of you. You're one of them, Rob. And so many others have been with us for so many years. Uh, I appreciate that uh, uh, tremendously. But I, I made it a critical point to make sure I do them on the fly. Even the ones that you hear like in the middle of the break with the, the music, yep. like internally, like I just did one. Yep. We do all that. Whereas a lot of people just stick it in. Even the disclaimers, like um, we have Kim Dawson and they have all the numbers and yeah. I, I just do it. Yep. I don't know. It's a little old school, but oh, maybe if I start losing my voice, I'll be like, I got to hit a button. <laughs> Get to that point. Uh, Rob, you, I don't know if you exactly learned a lesson this year, but perhaps it's a lesson that others can take away from what you've had to deal with, with the city of Flagstaff when it comes to the First Amendment. Um, it's unfortunate that this happened and it's still kind of an ongoing thing, but just quickly rehash that. And because it's a lesson for other people how you just got to put pressure on your local government and you got to keep on top of them. Right. We elect them to represent us. We don't elect them to dictate to us. Mm-hmm. We don't elect them because we believe they're smarter or no better than us. We're a democratic republic, and that's the way it's supposed to work. We're supposed to respect our constitution. They're supposed to respect the constitution and their oaths of office. 
the city of Flagstaff um, has advertising opportunities at the airport. There's a monitor above the baggage belt. I've advertised there before. I've had an ad that's run thousands of times there. And it's a great way to connect to the tourists that are coming into Flagstaff and say, hey, if you'd like to come out in a safe, responsible environment and um, get a chance to, to shoot some firearms you might not be able to do where you live, come on out and see us. This year when I wanted to run the exact same ad, the city said, nope, can't do that because it violates our policy about depicting violence or antisocial behavior. I love that last one. Yeah, violence or antisocial behavior. <laughs> I disagreed and said, hey, I'm not, not buying that. I'd like to appeal this decision. They said, sorry, can't appeal it. And, oh, by the way, we're going to completely rewrite our advertising policy, so you're <laughs> out for the summer. <laughs> the entire peak tourist season, you can't advertise. Like, Okay, great, thanks. I appreciate that. I like the support for your small business and your community there. Yeah, and do a great job. Yeah. Uh, come to September and September comes around, the, the staff comes back to council with a new policy, the new policy, um, addressing at who can and cannot advertise or what kinds of ads you can have. And they replaced the violence or antisocial behavior paragraph with one that said anything firearms, basically. <laughs> so it was really clear then exactly what they were trying to do. And that is ban any kind of firearms advertising. Yeah. Ban your company. Uh, yep. So got in touch with Goldwater Institute, um, an amazing group of people that work really hard to help protect our Constitution and our rights here in the United States when people start infringing on them. Um, put a lot of pressure on the city to say, hey, um, number one, you've already violated his rights because you have prevented that advertisement and didn't have the justification to do it. And this new policy will even go further than that. So you're subject to some serious legal challenges here if you decide to move forward with this policy. Went back to city council, uh, staff did a month later, and city council, you know, upholding the Constitution the way that they do, said, never mind, we're just not going to let anybody advertise <laughs> anywhere. So that, not just at the airport, but that also means Jay Lively, that also means on the fences at the softball fields, anywhere. <laughs> because they couldn't block my ad, they've now prohibited advertising everywhere the city has space to advertise. <laughs> So, Amazing. So what, what I learned, lesson I learned too, is the revenue side. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care about at all. the money because I guess they have so much. In that November meeting, the city manager said, the revenues are so insignificant that we get from this and the potential cost to fight the suit would be so high that it doesn't justify allowing, continuing to allow advertising. Now, what that tells me, let, let's just say it was 50K between those three different places that they have advertising running. $50,000 to them is insignificant. Yeah. $50,000 so. probably represents 10 people's homeowners uh, uh, tax insurance, their, their um, property tax insurance. Yeah, people that have to pay. Yeah. Every single year. Mm -hmm. And your city just completely poo-pooed that and said, eh, we don't care about that kind of You're money. In, well, it's kind of the attitude we see in so many bureaucrats, and especially yeah. on the elected and elected. You're if, really insignificant. If it insignificant. doesn't end in millions, then yeah. we don't care. You're insignificant. It's just tax dollars. And your business, meanwhile, you know, generate not just the advertising, but the loss of business generation. For, obviously, you're doing an ad for a reason. Yeah. To draw business. Yep. So you can pay your employees. So you can pay yourself, hopefully, some profits. So you can, you know, also pay into that big endless pit of government in taxes. <laughs> I, I also learned recently that the, um, the airport communications director position was created and a person hired for that job specifically to manage advertising at the Flagstaff City Airport. What do they do now? I guess that person is jobless. 
I, I, I don't know. Haven't, I, haven't I, followed I, up. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if they um, still have that position or. Yeah. Probably went to a new position and then now there's another person. Shifted doing, somewhere else in the city, yeah, probably. Made and and, and yeah. I hope so. I, I you know, I, I don't wish that person any ill will. I don't um, wish that. I don't wish that individual to lose their job, but I, I do wish that the number of government jobs in this uh, country <laughs> is larger than it's ever been before. Yeah. It's, it's enormous. I can't remember the exact figure, but it's huge. Uh, I hope that as especially, I hope a lot of people actually that are unnecessary do just go do something in the private sector. I hope that people in positions that as they retire, you just, you just get rid of some of these positions. I, I do. I mean, because the whole country, the whole society would be better off if we have less government workers. I'm not, and I'm, if you're a government worker, I'm not poo-pooing on your whole life here because no. there are many. Look, I really appreciate you plowing the streets and picking up the garbage and things like this. But you know, and I know, that there's so much bureaucracy and waste throughout the whole system that the society would be better off with um, with a lot of pink slips. We need to refocus on the fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. get back to the basics. Delivering here. water, taking sewer, putting out fires, yeah. you know, locking up criminals. The, the, those are the things that government should be involved in, and they ought to dial way, way, way back. <laughs> maybe um, we need everything. A, maybe we need a do. few less D.C. bureaucrats and a couple more Border Patrol people that are un, uh, unrestrained to do their job yeah. of, of securing our border. Just how, one, how one example. How about a federal air marshal that actually flies on an airplane? Well, yeah, that's that's novel. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a, yeah. an interesting concept? Imagine that. Yeah. All right. Uh, comments always welcome. You can, we'll pile those up. We'll get to those uh, starting on January 2nd. So don't hesitate to get them in. We, we always love, uh, love hearing from Tell you. us where we're wrong. Tell us where yeah. we're right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine too. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you if well, speaking of you guys out there plowing the roads and doing the cinders thing, I know you don't intentionally mean to smash people's windshields. It happens <laughs> with all those cinders, and it does stay say stay back. So, it does yeah, stay exactly. two hundred feet back or something. Exactly. Like that. But if that happens to you, call Diamond Auto Glass first. They'll take care of you. Get that rock ship fixed. Do it quick before it spreads to the rest of your windshield. Uh, you can also get a brand new windshield there. And I've. Um, I think it's next week. I have a little bit of a snippet of an interview I did with Stuart Weatherman, who owns Diamond Autoglass, about the, all the windshield tech. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, windshields and how they have to align stuff nowadays. So it's not it's just simple stuff anymore. Call Diamond Autoglass, 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. Or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Zero Res. Get more info at zeroresnaz.com. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Rob Wilson here with me. He owns Timberline Firearms and Training. He also stands up for your First Amendment, so I do appreciate that. Uh, looking ahead to 2024, just around the corner. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Where, where are we heading? You know, we oh wait, we, wait! We're probably heading to hey, maybe maybe turning on people's mics. That, that's maybe a, I'll get better at that after entering my eighth year. 
<laughs> Pat on the back. You, you've turned that microphone on and off, you know, 20 times a show for eight years. And, and, button. Yep. Got arthritis in this finger here. From <laughs> All right, go ahead. So we, we looked back and we said we learned one good thing, and that was butter is good. My, predi- <laughs> my prediction for 2024 is we're going to learn that bacon is good, too, because everything is better with bacon. Oh, that would just be like heaven. The unicorns will be flying. Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, we'll finally have the all alternative zero emission energy. Yeah. And we'll all be eating bacon while we sit in our self-driving bacon electric cars. Yeah. I want bacon windmills. <laughs> I want just like this whole bacon alternate universe. Be better than whatever alternate universe we went into after co- during COVID. Okay, bacon. On, on an un- unfortunately uh, less positive note. Than bacon. Um, being an election year and not knowing exactly how that's going to go, you know, mm. the polls are, are pretty wacky nowadays and hard to say if they even actually mean anything at all anymore. But yeah. um, I'm going to predict that we're going to see an increase in terrorist activities. Um, Domestic or international or both? I'd say both. And I, I'm going to say that the major international actors being Russia, China, some of the other countries, um, recognize that this is the last year that they may have Joe Biden in office. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, in my opinion, that provides them an opportunity they may not have after January of next year. And things are stretched quite thin around the world. And Joe Biden's a pushover. And during the Trump administration, many of these nations would not dare. And that's where you're getting to it. This would not dare have done what has happened. Ukraine. Exactly. Uh, Hamas, Israel. Yeah. Um, you know, how many missiles are flying that are the Houthis or whatever, and the, the Iranian supported um, this stuff. Yeah, wouldn't from have, Somalia. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, this um, stuff wouldn't have, wouldn't have flown under Trump. We, we've shot down, you know, 30, 40 different missiles that yeah. have flown across the Red Sea, either towards our ships, other ships, or Israel. Um, at what point is Joe Biden going to do something about that? You know, the, there are people testing him all over the place, yep. and they're not, we're going we're gonna to impose some new financial restrictions yeah we talked like, about oh, come on yeah come yeah. on i mean that's, that's nothing. not going to change nothing so to them. I, I i think there's a lot of people uh, out there that aren't big fans of the united states that recognize this is the last year they might be able to get away with something they wouldn't be able to get away with afterwards so that scares me it does and, scare and, me too and um, it scares me that movie i was talking about last week with you and just the discussions i've had with like uh david tice about uh the grid down yeah, and yep. you know just that is a real threat and i i don't america's not prepared for stuff like this. When the Great Depression happened, horrible, horrible times. Oh, sure. And there weren't all these government safety nets and all this and that. But people acted in a relatively civil manner. I mean, yeah, there was there was crime. You had the interstate stuff with the, you know, the Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde yep. type stuff and this and that happening. But could you imagine how much more this would be expanded nowadays? How, oh, yeah. how, how you know, exponentially worse if a bad actor does something and this country goes into a, a really bad time. And, and, you know, being the number one power that we have, you know, been fortunate to be for quite a long period of time now makes us the number one target too. And if sure. one bad actor starts something, if some big cyber attack was, was organized and, and conducted by one country, would other countries then just automatically say, okay, here's our chance. Pile on. And, and let's pile, pile on. on. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, kind of like when you see those fights, um, and um, Owen's um, uh, Taekwondo instructor, Master Ginter, 
at mm-hmm. Maximum Martial Arts. They do a great job there, by the way. Um, Owen's got his black belt this year, and he's working on his next black belt. Very impressive. He, when they're doing their things, he's always like, this ain't going to be like the movie where there's five people surrounding you, and one comes in, yeah. and you beat them up, then the next one comes in. Uh, no, it's they all come in, and they get you down, and they kick the living hell out of you, is what happens. And he says, well, you got to get out of there. You know, quickly... Um, take down one, get out of there, you know, do what you got to do to get out because you're right. not going to win that situation. So I equate it to that. Exactly. They're going to take it down and not one's going to kick you. It's five of them are going to do it because it, it they see the well opportunity. Be. So wise up, man. I mean, the solution is we get tough. You get tough on bullies. And well, you communicate in ways they understand. Yeah. yeah Economic yeah. sanctions are yeah, not the laughing. way they understand. Yeah, they're laughing at that. Yeah. 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 They're laughing at that. Um, okay. Well, I hope that doesn't happen, but be prepared. I, I hope it doesn't either. But then, you know, we're seeing economic instability around the world right now, mm-hmm. I think, continuing to grow. Yep. Um, it appears that our economy, once again, amazes everybody is, is you know, I'm more shocked. Res- resolute and more, more durable than yeah. than what we would might have imagined but there's countries like argentina and venezuela and other countries that have a lot of ties to china mm-hmm. um that are really really suffering and i, I think that's going to drive some things that are not going to be good for us yeah no i'd agree with that yeah a lot of weakness around the world and that just magnifies our weakness magnifies those even weaker countries you know we got it great here yeah um but it doesn't mean it always stays that way okay well we'll see what happens there what else are you think all, all this gloom and doom huh no I, look if we would just pull the band-aid off and just there's there's easy ways to fix this stuff but it gets harder and harder as there's less avenues to go down um and we just keep kicking a can forward it's so irresponsible it it's, is and, and it's so selfish we're seeing that happen right now in argentina yeah, right now in Argentina, they're doing they're they're suffering a lot, and it's because for a long, long time they've known they had this problem, and they haven't done anything about it. Mm-hmm. They kept digging deeper and deeper and deeper. They're doing exactly what we're doing right now with our debt. Yeah, eventually we're going to have to pay off this debt, and that means we're all going to have to adjust. We're all going to have to suffer some from where we are today. Everybody will, and until we recognize that and start doing that. We're just digging that hole deeper and yeah. going to make the pain worse. Argentina is a perfect example of a place that should be very profitable and people yeah. should be doing a lot better. hundred years of leftist mismanagement and other mismanagement. And um, yeah, the new president, Mele, whatever his name is, came in and devalued the currency, said, because there was a point back in like 2000 when uh, Argentina was like one US dollar, one Argentine peso. And there was like, that was totally fake. Yep. You know, that your your currency is not the, at parity with nope. the US dollar. What was it now? Like 800 to 800. 800. So they, import they kills were a imports. a bigger economy than France and Italy. They, they had they had things really going well for them for a while. They did. Um, and then through mismanagement and digging holes. Yeah. And yeah. waiting too long to start taking the corrective actions, yeah, which is take, what we've been doing for a long, I, I, long time. I, my prediction is, well, I want to see us take the corrective actions. It's going to be painful. Uh, but unfortunately, there's so many people that are, their votes are bought now in America, uh, all kinds of groups. Yeah. And the politicians spread that out because all they care about, they don't care about your grandkids, great grandkids. All they care about is getting reelected every two years. And that's yep. hard to get out of. That's hard <laughs> to get out of. Uh, getting tight, but give me, give me some more. Um, so election year. Okay. Big question is Joe going to be in at the end? <sighs> Will we be able to vote for Joe in November? Oh, you, you're saying does he even make the prank? Yeah. Does he, is he, is he the nominee? Yeah. Well, for whatever reasons, yeah. you know, whether it be health, whether it be, I, my personal opinion is the fact that these new indictments have come out against um, Hunter Biden and that it is getting all the publicity and things that it is. 
I think that ultimately is that deep state dark side of the Democratic Party saying, we got to get Joe out of there. Mm -hmm. And and we're going to use Hunter as the way to do it um, discreetly instead of... Hunter problem goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and drive President Biden out as a result of that. And I think that's... I, you're right. I, I think, think you're that's... Right. Uh, otherwise, why would Newsom have been in a debate with DeSantis? Yeah, that whole thing was weird. Yeah. yeah. What, what, was, what that? was that all about? What's the point of that? That, yeah. that, that was about um, telling the future. I, I've been saying since earlier this year that I did not think Biden would be the nominee. He'll get to, to, the, to the process... Um, assuming there's not a health issue or something like right. that. But what ultimately I think will happen is he'll get to the convention and he'll say, eh, you know what, I'm just, I, I'm kind of, I'm a little under the weather or I've, I've done what I can. I, I think it's time for you guys go pick someone and they'll load in whoever, Newsom, Obama, yeah. uh, you name it. And they have the super delegates so they can actually override it. And that, that's, right. I don't think, I don't think Biden gets there. I just don't, I think Trump will get there. Yeah. I do, no matter what, uh, in jail, not in jail. I'm going to say Trump's going to get there. It's going to be a Trump Haley ticket. Really? You mm-hmm. would go. I thought, well, he does. He's ripped her, but he ripped so many people. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, we're buddies now. Uh, yep. I mean, that would be interesting. Um, oof, I still, yeah, I think Trump's going to be the nominee without doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, is he going to pick from one of those? It's either DeSantis or Haley. They're the only ones with the value. And Haley is really appealing to. Um, a lot of independents and even some Democrats I've had tell me they mm-hmm. would vote for Haley, but they wouldn't vote for Trump or DeSantis. So if she's on the ticket, does it? Yeah. That, yeah. Or, that or Tulsi Gabbard. A Trump Gabbard. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's the um, Democrat turned independent yeah. or whatever. Yeah. From Hawaii? Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Maybe. Okay. Uh, you got one more. Um, big question is, will Arizona turn red this election? Mm, that's on my mind, too. I'm going to say yes. You think so? You think we're going back? I do. Like on the Senate race? Yep. Who's it going to be? I well, <laughs> you don't want to go there. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. This early, yeah, it's uh, pretty early. There, there's a lot to go there. Um, yeah, we've got you know a couple of pretty strong candidates who could both um, carry it through. I think. Yeah, but um, we're going to have to see how that sorts itself out. Yeah, and I'll work on getting those folks on. Um, we'll get Carrie Lake back on. We'll get Sheriff Lamb back on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll reach out to what's that guy Gallego. Yeah, I got some tough Ruben questions Gallego. for him. And if Cinema stays in, we'll see. But yeah, you might be right, but I, it's too close to call for me. I'm concerned about the legislature. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big issue here in Arizona will be the abortion initiative if they get enough signatures, which I anticipate they will. Right. How does that drive voter turnout in the state? Uh, does it favor the, the left and the pro-abortionists? Does it favor pro-life folks? I, I, or is it a wash? I don't know. If, I don't know. If politicians are smart, they won't let abortion define them. They will. They will find that middle road that... Allows them to. I'm shocked it's on it. To we, we got a, what is it the 12 week? Is it the 12 week ban here in Arizona? Or 15? 15. 15 I yeah, I can, yeah, I can never remember. It's like I thought that was going to be the end of it here. And people like me who don't want abortions pro life, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, you know what? Is this what it's going to take? Do, can we at least put up some kind of wall sure. and say, yeah. okay, that's it? And I'm shocked that they even are pursuing it and saying, what, to birth? Yeah. You know, it's like, what, what is that? And I think I'm that's, hoping common that's sense. Murder. Yeah. I'm hoping common sense Americans come through and say, okay, you got your thing. You guys always talk about compromise. We, we're holding our nose on this thing yeah. in, a, in a huge way. And it's never enough. 
Nope. It's never enough. So, all right. Love to hear from you. Send those email comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, hey, you might want to contact Kelly Broadus if you're thinking about selling your home. Uh, somebody who is always out there pushing and passionate about selling real estate. Buying, too. If you're buying a home, call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. Kelly turns really challenging situations into five-star solutions. Let me give you an example. Anthony and Connie, they, they, they decided to build their dream home. And while they're waiting, they actually purchased another home. Uh, so they finished the home, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Building the new home. And then Kelly was able to sell their home that they had bought in just six days. So that way they could get out of six that. Days. Six days. That's six impressive. Six days. Uh, full asking price. No stress, wow. no hassle. Call Kelly Broadus. Here's the number. 888-446-5602. 888-446-5602 or go online. You get an instant valuation at Northern Arizona, That's Northern Arizona, listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. What's the uh, Christmas plans, Rob? I, I assume you're closed on Christmas Day, which is we are next Monday. Yep, we are closed Christmas Day and New Year's uh, Day. Uh, nope, no. We love. We, we actually have a great day on New Year's Day. People coming out and, and celebrating the New Year the right way by getting some practice in and, yeah, and having some fun. Families come in together. You know, mom, that's dad, a, that's the kids, thing, huh? grand grandparents on New Year's Day. Yeah, starting off the New Year's right. That's right out of Timberland with a bang. Yeah, with that bang. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't think there's any restrictions. I know there's like fireworks. Um, I think you can do that in certain places, like on New Year's Eve and stuff like that. An, an so. unfortunate um, behavior that used to happen a lot, especially down in, in the Phoenix area, was everybody oh. at midnight <sighs> shooting in the air. Yeah. Do not do that. No boy, no. Do absolutely. Um, there's a law now called Megan's Law. Um, a 10-year-old girl was hit by a bullet that came down. From shooting in the air. From shooting in the yes. air and lost her life. Yeah. Do not yeah, do that. Don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. don't do that. I hear it sometimes. I still hear it. You know, not not as much as they used to. So hopefully people are yeah. catching on to that. Uh, but hopefully you have a Merry Christmas. Yep. I know you will. Happy New Year. All yep. that stuff. Um, you can still get out to Timberline and get a gift card. Absolutely. Um, you've got great, great idea for that hard to buy for a person. Yeah. Um, they can cash that in for time on the range, for some training, for you name it. Everybody gets hard to buy later because a lot of people are like, I already got that. I already, you know, so yeah, the, the closer the, you get and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the kids are little, I have a real easy time for Owen, the girls <laughs> I'm having a more of a hard time. Cause Owen, I'm like, yeah, I'd love to get that item. So yeah, that looks like good. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm buying stuff for me through him. And the, clo- <laughs> and the closer it gets, the more difficult it gets to figure out something for somebody that somebody yeah. else hasn't already got them. So yeah. And then people, cards the in-laws ask you, what do you, what do they want? And then you're like, oh, I'm giving away my ideas. Yeah. You know, things like grandparents and stuff ask that. All right, Rob. Hey, I look forward to getting you back in the new year and, 
<clears throat> starting it all over again in 24, which will be crazy busy with the election stuff we were talking about. Yep. So I appreciate it. I'll talk with you soon. Always a pleasure. All right. And uh, stick around. More to come in hour two of the show. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a few minutes. <laughs> 